Welcome to Oops! All Apocalypses, a show where we explore the collapse of society by playing fun tabletop role-playing games. I'm your host, Stu Masterson, and I'm joined by two of my most medium bestest friends. Hey everyone, my name is Brady, and I play Book McCready, a kind and nitpicky detective type who just peed himself a little bit. And I'm Jacob. I'm playing Ocean, a gentle giant who's learning he's really not as intimidating as he hoped he was. While we wait for Stu to get his shit together, does anybody is anybody interested in taking a trip back to Book's Nook of Book Takes? Of course. Yeah. Wait, sorry. Let me sound like 20 kids at once. Yeah! Is that better? No. I hated it. Have either of you caught up on The Last of Us, which is now long over for everyone else listening? Uh, indeed watched the finale what did you think of it i was a big fan out of 10 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 every episode better and less best than the last so each episode just better than all the ones around it and an ever-increasing mountain of good episodes (laughs) i think it did a pretty good job basically being a one-to-one remake of the ending of the game i think the bill and frank episode was the best that's my favorite And that was also where they deviated the most. I agree. I think that one was the best one so far. Yeah, I'm guessing most of that wasn't in the game. I'm the only one here who has not played any of the games. But even though I'm the one PlayStation fan, the true gamer, elite gamer right here, (laughs) PS Plus for 26 years. You say that like PC Uh, isn't your main console. I was Nintendo until I went to college (laughs) because we couldn't afford anything else. No, I loved it. And I think... That's the type of story that fits very well naturally with Powered by the Apocalypse as well, because that whole story is about like scarcity and interacting. It's mostly about interacting with other people, right? Yeah, there's these horrific monsters, but that's how the game's supposed to be played. We make ours a little funnier than the rules probably we hope intend, but I think you could really cover that setting well. If someone wanted to do a Last of Us one shot, I would be like, hey, play Apocalypse World. I think it'd be very easy to do in Apocalypse World. Listen, watch The Last of Us. Go give money to HBO. They need it so bad because apparently they don't have enough money and they cancel all the good shows. Apparently. Okay, that has stalled enough time for me to find all of the questions we need. This next one is pretty good. The question this week, to fall in love if you're just joining us, these are questions that a bunch of science nerds have determined if you sit across from someone and ask them sequentially, you will eventually fall in love with each other or maybe know that you aren't a perfect match and you should just ditch them. So we're doing these questions between our two beloved characters, Book and Ocean. The question we've got to now is our sixth question. When did you last sing to yourself? To someone else? Question mark? I think that the last time that Book sang to himself was the day before his parents left and it was to his mom. Ooh tragic always have to be such a bummer yeah i don't like i don't think he consumes what song was it it was oh shit oh it was the cleanup song it was 100 percent. it was the cleanup song from barney it was the barney cleanup song canonically okay oh it's so sad sad if you think about like a deeper way that you know he was young enough that he was listening to those kind of musics yeah yeah, now you have, a, you have a couple good hits you can listen to. You've been introduced to Weird Al, and you also have the full, full extended cut of Vessel by 21 Pilots. Yeah, so. I think that fact is going to change very soon. So, so to someone else, I'm guessing never then except like with your parents, since that one was the question, when did you last sing to yourself? Did you get do a drunken karaoke night? As of right now, the Broken Leg has karaoke night on Sunday at noon. Uh, I'm going to say yes. That, that it's so early for karaoke. Book has attended karaoke night because people tend to get very drunk and loud and talk. On a couple of occasions, he was in the back corner basically just mouthing the words, but there was enough breath coming out of his mouth that I'm going to say it qualifies as singing to himself. And what song was that? And that song was, let's see. The cleanup song. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was singing it, because he took like a flashback to his childhood. That song, oh my gosh, okay, I got it. Snow Patrol, hold on. What's the song where he's in the corner being sad? Yeah, hold on for one more day. No, hold on. That's Wilson Phillips, I think. 
I think it's Snow Patrol. Is it the one where he sounds even more like Kermit the Frog than usual? It's it wasn't Snow Patrol. It was changing by the Airborne Toxic event. I love Airborne Toxic event. They are like top five of Stu's favorite. Fuck that. No, I lied. So it was good. sometime around midnight by the Airborne Toxic event. Fuck. I'm so sorry. Third time. Okay. Even better song. It's so good. Jesus. That was 100 percent the song he was singing yes. to himself. Okay, Ocean. Same questions to you. When was the last time Ocean sang to himself? When was the last time he sang to other people? So for singing for himself, I think Ocean, judging by like the amount of like music playing memorabilia he has in his little car, uh, I think he's he listens to a lot of music. And so I imagine he probably sings to himself pretty frequently. Probably the last time he was getting ready to get up for get up and go. So probably this morning in the chain of events here singing to other people. I don't think he's done in his lifetime that he remembers at the very least. Maybe in his past, he sang a lot as from what he remembers. I just don't see him as the type of guy that enjoys singing in public or singing to other guys or other people or going to karaoke events or anything like that. Yeah. He doesn't have that annoying personality. No. So me constantly and to other people, I sing to myself just literally all day, always while talking in the middle of sentences with other people. And then to other people, probably in the background of one of the songs I've used in this podcast is probably the most recent. If it counts me screaming from halfway across my room into a mic and then playing it backwards. I just realized the implications of Book's parents making him clean up the house the day before they abandoned him. It's that. Gotta straighten the fuck up, kid, because we're not going to be around here. I take it in a more positive way because I bet that's something that's pretty soothing to book. Oh, absolutely. Just like I think it was a normal routine. Like I don't think that it didn't feel like it was just another Tuesday. I was about to say, I don't think it was, it was intentional on their part. Yeah, and you don't know why they left or if it was sudden or anything. Yeah, they could have just been singing because that's their regular routine. So that's the last thing. It's just a normal day. And then the next day they're gone. Let's get back to the cliffhanger of... Book potentially dying after learning all of those good things about him. Book, you feel this cold metal press against the back of your neck. What's the first thing you do just right away? In Book's mind flashes the events of a couple days or a couple weeks prior, depending on who you ask, where the Salad Fingers monster crawls its way out of the sewer and clutches his chest and fear and panic rushes through his chest his heart and his head then a calm kind of falls on him because he now has stern presence <laughs> oh what a good transition what a good way to segue that in and he can't see this person so he's not going to use it yet but he knows that he can handle himself that might be false confidence because Ocean did a lot of the heavy lifting. I am going to start by reading this situation. Give me a read a situation roll. Okay. And I'm going to use real dice, which I'm excited about. Ooh. This is a first for you. That was a 12. Ooh. That's about as good as you can do with your first roll. 10 plus 2. You can ask me three questions right now. I think who's in control here is a good question because clearly the person with the gun is in control, but I don't know who that is. You slowly look over your shoulder and you feel it press in harder to you to get the impression that you should not try to. He doesn't say anything yet, but you look and it is one of Hickory's men that you've interacted with just minorly before named Roscoe. And he has this too large shotgun pressed right against the back. Okay. I think I know what poses the biggest threat to me. <laughs> I imagine it's the shotgun. Are you asking? No. Actually, yeah. You know what? Let's make it interesting. Because I think that might inspire you to add some stakes. Yeah. So that is not the biggest threat to you right now. He looks like he is holding off and not pushing the trigger. But he is looking for what to do next from someone further to the side that you're not able to get a good view on without turning your head right now. So there's someone else in this area who seems to be calling the shots. Okay. I know that sounds like backwards for who's in control versus what you just asked, but. <laughs> okay. What represents the best opportunity for me to distract these men? From, can you elaborate on that just a little bit? You want to distract them from you? 
from both of us. I want their attention away from Ocean and myself. Oh, you know what you did, right? You know why these people are after you, the kind of severity of your the grievances they have with you. If there was a bigger threat or a bigger problem that they had to deal with, they would certainly take care of that. You are relatively small fry. It's more you've offended someone greatly than an actual emergency. Very interesting. Don't know how helpful that is. No, that's very helpful. But it's the truth. That is very helpful. So Book is the one that has the gun to his back. In the scene, where would is Ocean in relation to all this? You dove forward like a runner sliding into home plate when you went behind this building. So you have a much better view of what's going on here, but you just get this fleeting glimpse. You don't get the detailed information that he just got with his role, but that there are four men here total. They all are armed in some way. The only one with their gun currently drawn is the one who has it pressed up against Book's neck. But you do see Pistachio Jones is on the far side away from you. And they can obviously like see me, like even though I dug into the avenue. Yeah, I imagine it's straight down. Yeah, you guys are basically in an alleyway that is enclosed off from the rest of the town by these large drapes covering each end of the alleyway. It's like a corner of four broken down buildings that you guys are pretty separated from everyone else. But there's really no place to hide right here. Am I able to make an action? You can do whatever you want. Okay. I would like to hook my cane around the person behind me's ankle and try to pull his feet out from under him. Okay. Oh, that sounds like a good way to get shot. <laughs> yeah. Exciting. Okay, this is going to be doing battle, I believe. I see you grimace at that. Yeah. To do battle, you roll plus hard, and then the effects of that are going to be based on trying something challenging and acting under fire. So give me that hard roll. Okay. The hard roll is coming. Oh, no. That was a one. Total? Yeah, it was two minus one. Okay. I w- so I'm going to try and help because I think the moment Ocean sees Book try and fight back, he's going to step in and try and fight back too. Okay, what are you going to try to do? Explain what you're doing. Ocean, he, Book is trying to loop his cane around his ankle to trip him, right? I think Ocean is going to step forward and just try and slug the guy as he's distracted by distracted by Book. Okay, then you also give me a do, doing battle roll. Okay. Before you roll the help. So right now, does my... I count as a small gang apply? You do count as a small gang, yes. So you will okay. deal additional harm and take less harm. You are overall against a gang right now, so it will be even footing when against shit's going else. down, but yeah. Okay. Basically, after this, you're against a small gang. Okay, that's a nine. On a nine, you hit both with a seven to nine. So with a an attack someone, you get to choose one from that list. And for the act under fire, there's going to be a complication. So what do you want to do with your attack someone? You can either inflict terrible harm, seize hold of something, get them out of your way, impress, frighten, or dismay them, or pin them down. I'm going to pin them down. Okay, so there's still going to be, you don't need to roll help since that was so successful. There's still going to be a complication associated with this, though, because book did fail utterly and you have mixed success so as you come up he feels almost at the same time as he sees you pushing yourself up off the ground and heading towards him with your fist pulled back ready to just superman punch him in the face he feels this cane getting pulling on his ankle and he whips it back and book your cane goes scattering against the wall behind him you just lose your grip on it you weren't in a good position to hold on to it but ocean is able to come up and just sock him right in the face i think you do Two harm? Yeah, I get plus one harm. Uh, I have plus one harm and plus one armor. So yeah, two harm. I think just like with punching somebody, is that just like a base one harm, I assume? Yeah. Yeah, So total two harm. Okay. So you knock him down. He, this is, you did pin them down, right? Yeah. So I'm like grab him by his scruff and like hold his arms behind, like hold him in front of us as like a shield. Okay. As you're collapsing to the ground, you hear his gun go off. And bullets just tear through the front side of your shin. And you take three harm. Okay, so I take one harm because I have one armor. Because you count as a gang and you have one armor. Yep. And I'm not going to make you roll a harm move for that. Because I'm expecting there to be more harm shortly. But he's on the ground. You see this other collection of people 
all start pulling out their weapons. What do you do, Book? Now that I've, now that Ocean has successfully gotten the shotgun away from me, I'm going to turn and look at that other collection of people, and I am going to. Okay, hold on. How stern is that presence? Well, the thing is, I don't know that stern presence is really going to help me out here, unless someone needs my help. Man, we're kind of doing battle, aren't we? Which you currently we'll be do able not have a weapon. I, was about to say, I don't think we can take the group, so I think we need to try and probably talk them down. Well, I was going to try to do... I am I'm going to use Stern Presence. Okay, roll it. All right. And I'm rolling plus hard, which I have minus one on, so that's awesome. Excellent. God damn it. These real dice are not being kind. That, that was a four. <laughs> You're getting better, though. They're working their way up. What does it say? Be does it just say be prepared for the worst? Or On a miss, something else catches my attention first. Ask the MC what does. So you go and you try to scan their eyes briefly to see how they're feeling, their immediate reaction, if you can impart something on them. But right when they are, when you're trying to catch their gaze, you hear some weird scuttling behind you outside of the alleyway so you can't see them but it seems like someone's coming up pretty quickly and it definitely distracts you for a moment so there's more people headed in this direction okay ocean why don't you why don't you take over okay all right holding the guy i'm gonna be like, whoa whoa everyone let's just cool our jets here everyone calm down let's put the guns away pistachio jones walks up he he was a little bit like receded into the shadows very dramatically and he takes a step forward and he goes now, why would we be doing that? I don't, I don't see any reason that we should be putting our guns down. We seem to have you right where we are. I don't see any are. reasons why you should have put guns in our face Pistachio in the first place. Jones. We heard that you were quickly leaving one of the local establishments, and we thought that maybe you had a little something to hide or you weren't thinking of paying, and you treated me with a great amount of disrespect. And he's walking closer and like slowly pulling out a revolver as he's saying this. Does the guy that I'm holding have a gun on him or like a pistol that I pull out of his pocket? He has that whole shotgun that is now angled down. You're like pressing it against the ground after it shot towards your shin. But yes, he has that gun. Uh, I want to try and grab it, like hold the guy like with his neck and then grab the gun, like hold the shotgun, like hold on now, put that gun down. Okay, give me a try something challenging as this guy's going to fight back from being removed into this position. All right, try something challenging is what you said? Yes. Okay. God, we're so bad at trying something challenging. That's not a bad roll, though. That's a nine. Okay, a nine. You're able to, with ocean-like reflexes, you roll up onto your feet holding this guy by the neck and you... Your massive size and strength just grips this shotgun with by just the grip and aims it towards Pistachio Jones. But by the time it took you to do all that, everyone has also pulled their guns and they have them on you. So you guys are in a very lopsided Mexican standoff. Except we have a gang on our side. Yeah, that's true. You both have a gang on I your side. I am sides. going to step forward, basically in front of everyone holding their weapons. I'm going to walk calmly to my cane. I'm going to bend over, pick it up, and turn to everyone and try to sway them. Okay, that's first going to be an act under fire. Nobody's sh nobody And if you shooting. roll bad, it's going to be literal. Oh, I roll plus cool. Cool, because I'm good at that. So that was, I rolled a nine, but that is an 11. Excellent. Yeah, you walk over calmly. It does seem to diffuse the situation a little bit. And you put yourself in a good position. Roll your sway depending on how good you roll come up with what you're gonna say okay <laughs> okay oh fuck so that was sway someone is plus cool as well so that was a seven yep. okay that is a mixed success okay so what do say, you say to him and then i'll react ladies and gentlemen i know this situation got off to a rocky start but we wish you no ill will in our earlier conversation Mr. Jones, was simply, and I must have done a very poor job of expressing this, that was simply us expressing our commitment to follow 
your requested instructions of providing a tax after our power was restored. And I believe that fair exchange of goods and services is and can be still amiable to all of us if we just lower our weapons and consider that proposition calmly. An interesting proposition. You say you're just going to pay your due tariff from where I see it. And he pulls out this ostentatious pocket watch. He looks at you. If I don't have that payment within the hour, there's going to be a severe penalty applied to it. So if you're looking to pay, you better get moving. Now, the terms of that agreement, again, was that my power will be restored and then I will pay the tax. The power is beyond my control. I just help collect the money. That's someone else's job. If I don't have power uh, coming to my place of residence, what am I paying for? Protection, city, heat. I promise you, the Lightbringer gives power to whoever needs it and whoever can use it. He has to ration power. Sometimes, maybe a week, you'll be a little low. Next week, you'll have power the whole time. You just got to hold on and believe in him. And he'll get us to a successful society. Pistachio, my friend. Society. I want, I would love to see that, but this protection that you're providing was just realized in a very threatening way. So I think that if you can give me some more time, and if you can, in that time, my power is restored, then we can all walk away happy individuals. You owe the money. You have one hour to get here. If you don't, there's going to be a penalty. You're going to have to pedal it off. You rolled a mixed I looked at Ocean. <laughs> And I shrug in his direction. And so then I hold my hand out to Pistachio Jones for a handshake. Shake it. Okay. I like it. I don't like this, but Pistachio loves it. And he <laughs> walks forward. He twirls his pistol around and holsters it. And then reaches out with his hand and gives you a very meaty handshake. It just engrosses your entire hand. You feel his thumb and pinky touch on the Ooh, other, the back of your hand. Sweaty. Disgusting. All right. Since it seems like we're on am not amiable, but less likely to be shot terms, I'm going to kick the guy that I'm holding away from me, but I'm going to keep holding on to the shotgun. Okay. You know and he say? goes, I'm keeping this. He goes, hey, that's my gun. You guys attacked us first. We take this. You'll get we your money. I was just trying to detain you until we could figure out what was going on. I need my gun. You guys have plenty of guns. You can't tell me Hickory doesn't have more guns to offer. Give me a sway roll. You guys shot first. It's only fair. Oh my god, that's a 12. 12? I'm not even That's dead serious. Look at that bad boy. With a 12, he Pistachio looks like he's coming to back him up. Like, to force you to give him the gun. He starts walking towards you. And but you look down at this man who you stole his gun and he realizes how big and imposing and how quickly you dealt with him. And he actually turns around to possession. He goes, oh, no, it's fine. That one is that was not working very well anyway. It's that's a bad gun. And he takes a few steps back. Possession goes, well, time's ticking. You better get going. So Stu breaking yes. the fourth wall here a bit because of the wonderful audio quality we have here. I did not hear how much time Pistachio Jones gave us. So he told you one hour that is like a little tight, like you have to go and get it. But that is not like some absolutely absurd amount of time. And it also doesn't make a ton of sense for like why you need it. You think this is just him flexing his power and making you do something for him right now. It's not the fact that he needs it or the fact that you're not going to be able to do it. He's just saying, I can make these people go do this and thing right the now amount that he demanded was one car battery yes the only way that he would have known that we had one car battery at all is if he was following us but i think i have an idea okay do you guys scutter off yeah so, so, so yeah. Oceans. it's way less violent than i thought it'd be so far we'll see how where you go with it but. so real quick i'm looking up for the stats of this shotgun do you have them just happen to be on your hands Stu? three harm close messy messy three arm close messy well we finally have a real weapon now so that's nice yep 
Okay, what, what's so your plan? I turn to Ocean. After, I'm assuming that they leave? Yeah, they move outside of this kind of quarantined off, but they seem like they sat up there and are waiting for you to get back. So I'm going to turn to Ocean, and I say, I'm sorry that I just lost us a car battery. Do you want to head to Johnny Hertz's place, or should we head home and actually go get that thing? I think we better get that car battery. I, don't, I think we got a pretty tight schedule. If we don't want to end up pedaling for weeks now. We might got to get it. I think I have an idea. And hey, car battery's a car battery. At least we're still alive. Yeah, I agree, but I think I have an idea for something we might be able to do. But uh, let's hurry home. Okay. I and trust by home, you. I mean to your home, not mine. Mine has no power. You hurry along, Ocean, limping a little bit as the bottom of your leg is clean <laughs> fucked up. But you make it back to Ocean's place. If you're heading straight there, you have plenty of time of getting in. Stu, I have a question for you. How common are car batteries? Does Hickory have cars in his fleet? Does he know what one... Would he recognize yeah. one? Yes. They have cars. A lot of people have vehicles of some manner. Not maybe most, but definitely Hickory has a fleet of vehicles. Mostly just like normal traditional cars. Nothing like the Spider. Because I was going to see if we could like forge one. Not forge like in an anvil. Make a forgery of a car battery. By filling, <laughs> filling like an ammo can with rocks. So you know that, it has to be a little more advanced than that, but you know that a lot of times these batteries aren't even used. They're just like tokens of exchange. So there could be one car battery that gets passed around for a long time. So it not being functional may not immediately come back on you, but it also could. It could be this car needs a new car battery and they try one of these, but that's definitely feasible. It would be difficult to do in the amount of time without being late. So are we just... So you're risking having to pedal it off. Okay. It's up to you. Ocean, are we just handing this over or are we going to try to take one, pull one over on these guys? Should we like load up on shit and try to fight them for real, but prepared? I don't think we'd be able to take them. We might be able to, but I don't feel... You're a whole gang. Yeah, I am a whole gang, but I don't know how in character it would be for Ocean to want to fight these guys over our car back. How, uh, where did we, where are we going to meet them? Near Frida's place, just like right outside of it, like basically the same place you met. Okay, Frida Alley. Sorry, not Frida's place. You don't know where Frida's place is. So basically, same place we got that we got hung up. I am going to propose something. Okay, I say that we drive to Johnny Hertz's place. We tell him to get on the radio and blast that Pistachio Jones and his goons are going to be at that location at that time. And if anyone shows up. Basically, I'm going to try to start a little riot. I think we should try to start a little riot. If anyone shows up, we try to fight our way out of it. If no one shows up, we give them the car battery. I like that idea. Yeah, I think that's good. I think going to Johnny Hurts, seeing what he can stir up with people. Because he's not that far from Frida's Alley, right? No, you guys were almost to his place when you got caught. We could all start mentioning all the... Have him like broadcasting the fact that Hickory's now sending his goon to hassle people over money that they don't even necessarily have yeah we're lucky in that we do have a car battery but if he, they'd come to us a day early or a day earlier we would have nothing all right so i hop in the jeep i fire her up i look at the paint job that i can see on the hood and i motion to i motion to ocean to hop in nice nice all right i hop in yeah you guys peel off and head towards Johnny Hertz's radio shack and you're able to get there using your vehicle. You get there with enough time to definitely talk to him and still make it. So you brought the car battery as a backup plan mm-hmm. in case you need to give it all. Yeah. But okay. So you in have case we're you. just screwed. As you show up, there's a flashing on air sign on the Johnny Hertz shack like there was before, but it looks very similar. To okay. last time you're I just, I walk right because time is of the essence. I hop out immediately. Don't even wait for ocean to get out of the car i'm assuming he's right behind me i run up the stairs open the door and i pause for a moment because johnny hurts or sorry i pause for a moment because pistachio jones knew that we had a car battery and i don't know how he knew and to play it safe i use stern presence on johnny hurts to see if he's deceived us recently give me that hard roll yeah, he's the only one that would really would have known unless somebody. Oh wait, gained. actually, Ocean, how far behind me are you? Uh, I'm assuming I'm following right. Okay, behind never you. mind. I was going to say 
Unless you need me to tail behind a little uh, more. Actually, yeah, can I, Stu, can I modify that slightly? Yeah, I always turn behind me and I go, give me one second. And then I close the door behind me and I walk up behind Johnny Hertz and I use compassionate presence. Ooh, Ooh. different roll. I think cool. Indeed. That fell off in a way that I can't read which way is facing. I'm going to roll him on the floor. You're bad at dice. <laughs> Nine plus two. 11. Excellent. So I'd say full success. I think you get both of those questions. The main thing that I'm interested in is if he's done something that he's ashamed of. You see no shame in Johnny Hertz's face. He is, you open that door and he's in the middle of the big rant. He sees you, his eyes kind of light up actually. And he smiles at you as he seems to start talking. I always knew that Um, I could trust Johnny Hertz. Do you care about this? Actually, I do want to know if he's holding on to pain because I'm wondering if they also tried to stake him up for cash. Right now, it doesn't seem like he is. He seems really happy with his current situation since you guys got him this through the earth communication device. And he thinks at least he's communicating to a much wider audience. And you hear him go, I'm going to have to jump to a quick commercial break for you guys real quick. We got a guest in the studio. He may come on mic soon. I'll let you know. And this is Johnny Hertz signing off for about two minutes. See that? And he hits a big button. It's a big, loud button with a loud click sound when he is and... He comes out and goes, hey, it's Johnny Hertz here. What's Book doing? Visiting my place. You trying to spread some more? I turn around really quick and I wave Ocean in. I follow him. And I say, hey, Johnny, we actually, I hope this is okay. We could use a favor. Have you heard about Pistachio Jones hitting everyone up for these new taxes, this new tariff that he's levying? Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. We have a lot of people that's really hurting. And the power's been even more inconsistent lately is what I've noticed. So it's like, what are we paying for? I've had no power for over a week now. And we know where Pistachio Jones and a whole band of goons are going to be. And we want to let the people know that this is their chance to fight back and to push back against the Lightbringer and his bullshit. Give me a sway. Shit. That was a six. That is ocean. Do you want to help? Full fail. I can try to help. I would love to help because I don't think we can get too much worse than a six. Uh, so Ocean will be coming in and like, Johnny, people are really hurting out there. The, these goons just shook us down in the street here demanding a car battery for something we don't even have. I think the people would be very appreciative to be able to know and be able to come and talk to old Pistachio Jones himself to give him a little piece of it. What if we pretend? I think it could get you serious cred on the Sorry, air. Sorry, and then I jump in. What if I pretend that I took over and I I took over the channel and that takes the heat off of you and I get on the air and I tell people? Give me that help roll, Ocean. Okay. So for that, I roll with history. book, right? Yes. Book's history. I do have plus two with book right now. That is a nine. A nine. Okay. That helps. That pushes you to a mixed success. And with your... Given concession, that was going to be what I was going to recommend anyway. He goes, yeah, I think as long as the heat, like, I'm going to get some heat from this. So I want you to know I'm taking a big risk letting you jump on air. But as long as you take over it and lead the charge, say all the words, I'm going to stay out of it. But you have my voice modulating I software. I clap Johnny. And sorry, it's connected. I clap Johnny on the shoulder and I say, Johnny, you're a true friend. Get on in there. And he pats you on the back. And he helps hook you up, put some headphones on your head, tells you which side of the mic to speak into, keeps reminding you to actually talk into the mic and quit leaning back. <laughs> and what's your impassioned plea to the people, the possibly dozen of people okay. listening? I look at Ocean and before I sit down and say, if you have anything to say, now's the time. And then I move towards the mic. And Ocean, if you want to go first, you're welcome to, or I can jump in and start. I'll let you okay. go first, because it sounds like Book has a more solid grasp. You know, you're a more personable individual than Ocean is, but he'll probably step in at the end to add awesome. a little bit extra. Okay, so I click the big button that Johnny Hurts pressed, and a resounding clunk resets my demeanor, and I lean towards the mic, and I say... My friends and my fellow citizens of Hamlet opening, I am tired of living under a thumb that none of us voted for, a thumb that none of us even really, at least not that I know of, 
especially not a thumb that is threatening us for money that we don't have and giving us nothing in return. If you're tired of that thumb, meet us at Frida's Alley. And then, hold on, Stu, how much time do we have left before the hour's up? We have roughly 15 minutes. Meet us in Frida's Alley in 15 minutes because Pistachio Jones and his gang of jerks and bullies is going to be there and I'm going to be there too. And I just realized that I forgot to say that I took over from Johnny Hertz. That's fine. Give me a sway roll. Okay. Roll plus cool. That's good because I need it. That is an eight. An eight. Okay. The camera pans to the dozen of people listening to this through their radio. (laughs) At the bar, there's a small radio that someone has brought in. It looks scrapped up and taped together. And you can't see who's listening to it, but you hear your tinny voice echoing through it. And there's a hush over the rabble for a second. At the soggy worm, Callista has a radio on the bar and she hears your voice coming through it. And you see her kind of like sigh heavily oh, God. and go up to it, turn it down a little bit. You see someone driving along in their car and they're like, hell yeah, hell yeah. Every time you say one of these lines, responding to it, getting amped up and excited for what's Question. going on. Is Ocean, if Ocean jumps in and he, is that going to be a help or is that going to be a different sway roll? He can help. This would be just that. I was just about to say, Ocean would like to, at this point, step in to, to help and add a little more to okay, give push me, it to a full success. Give me a different appeal, I think. So I would say books was very pathos heavy. Go for like a logical or ethical approach. That is exactly what I was going to do. Ocean's going to come up and say, folks, we're not calling for violence. We're not calling for a fight in the streets. All we want is for you all to come and speak your mind and let Hickory and his goons know how we feel and that they can't keep taxing us like this. With all of us together, hopefully we can all talk this out and things won't have to escalate any further. But the more people come to show their support, the more Hickory will understand that things just can't keep it going like this. Because there's more of us than there are of him. Okay, give me a help I think you should get advantage for that beautifully eloquent. That was good. That is, I actually have, so do I roll over at four? Yeah, I have plus plus three. Yep. Yep. You still get that plus three, and then if you get a ten plus, you'll roll over. Then that is a twelve. Nice. Okay, both of you get plus one history, and you roll over. As you hit the, oh shit, let me find the thing. As you finish that sentence, Johnny Hurts' finger comes over and clicks the microphones off. And you look up and you see there's some tears in his eyes. (laughs) And he goes, Johnny Hurts really thinks you might change something today. I really hope I see you again. And then he clicks it on and goes, Johnny Hurts was not involved in the preceding record. We hijacked his radio, fellas. We hijacked the radio. Don't blame Johnny for this. So do you guys head out real quick since your history rolled over you can ask you get to choose one of the following what's a secret I learned or realized about you I'm more open to you than I was gain plus one history with me hey I'm thinking of doing something what's your take what do you suggest what's our next step let's make a plan together so for quick, what comes next quick question I only got things. plus one on that one yeah. because it was a 12 okay but mine also yes. rolled over oh my god okay so you both get to ask these things and you're both really bad at helping each other for a yep. little bit. Yep. Unless one of us chooses to take the plus one history, the op- more open option, I guess that would take us plus one. Can you one. repeat the options now that I know that I need to pay attention? What's a secret I've learned or realized about you? I'm more open to you than I was. Get another history with me. Hey, I'm thinking of doing something. What's your take? What do you suggest? What's our next step? Let's make a plan together for what comes next for us. All right, Ocean, it was your role, so why don't you go first? So I've actually thought about this because I was thinking last, I was thinking for since us previous recordings, we've done the rollover history 
to like say something new that you've learned about each other. And for the most part, we've only done kind of goofy things I've noticed. And I was thinking, I was like, what is something I could say that could really shake up the history with book and ocean? And I think I want to go that. So I think ocean is going to confide in book here after they've talked and ocean sees like all that book has done. And Holly said to the people, He's going to admit that the first time he actually met Ocean, or uh, Book, he was coming to his place to rob him because Ooh. he was out of supplies and figured he would be a pushover. Oh, shit. But oh, then shit. when he uh, offered him, read the can of beans and offered to split it with him, he was like, I can't, I can't, it seems like a pretty good guy. I can't bring myself to do that. And that was the start of their friendship. But he's going to admit oh, to Book and he's like, God. look, Book. I'm glad our relationships come this far. I feel like I have to tell you this and tells that. To book. I clap ocean on the shoulder and I tell him, hopefully after today, you'll never need to rob anyone again. Cause both of us are, gonna are going to die in a shootout. <laughs> and along those lines, I turned to him and I already turned to him, but I turned to him even more. And I say, what do you say we go get this son of a bitch? And I am in, in, in those words trying to ask him his opinion and what his thoughts are after our history rolled over. Okay. So how does that work? Do you get like a bonus if you like act on that is nope, how it works nothing. or is it just nothing? It's just flavor. Just delicious flavor. Okay. I like it. So I think what would be interesting, I'll cut out me saying this so you guys sound smarter if you take my advice. But I think what would be interesting is if you give some insight into the level you're okay with going, like how far you're okay with going, if it does need to turn into big violence, or if you're thinking of outsmarting them in some way, something about your approach, I think would be. Yeah, that's what I was. Good. So yeah, Ocean will nod. Ocean nods. I really don't want this to get violent. I want for the... I want us to do the uh, best we can to like keep this as amicable as possible. I think we should try our best to see if we can pressure them to back down with the crowd. If things get bad, then I guess we'll be shooting our way out. I like where your head's at. And I think that, that maybe my fervor got ahead of me a little bit. What do you say? We, no matter what happens, the first thing we do is we hand pistachio Jones, our battery and we tell him, that he gets this battery, but it's the last battery that he takes from any of us. Ooh, I like that. That makes us like not come out as just like clear, like malicious. Oh, uh, we're being dicks because you were taking our battery. That, that puts us like a moral high ground that we're taking. Because then if we get hurt, then we're martyrs. Let's try to beat everyone there so that a fight doesn't break out before we even get a chance to say our piece. Yeah. <laughs> That is wise. You hop in the car, peel out, head there. I oh, think I actually, said that every car. Can I clarify? I don't think, yeah. I don't want to take the car because I don't want them to see that we have another car battery. Can Smart. we run there or is it too late? If we need to drive, yeah. we'll drive. No, you can get there. It's pretty close. So you head there carrying your car battery prominently. Then you're trying to get there before everyone else does. So I'll say you can do that. You give them like 15 minutes. You're able to get there in time. As you approach, you see... A couple things. I'm not going to make you roll for this because you can just see it. You think it's pretty unlikely they specifically have heard the radio show. They don't have any radios playing or anything like that. They look pretty casual. You do know that they do use like walkie talkies and things. So if someone else heard it, they could easily radio it in something like that. They look pretty casual though from here. You'd have to get closer, make a roll to figure out anything more as you're approaching. And you do see pretty far in the distance, you actually see Juniper outside looking in your direction but that's the only people you see right now he's not approaching he's like leaning against the wall like smoking a cigarette like all the way outside the bar but he's definitely you've never seen him outside of the bar before he's behind the bar counter 100% of the time so that is abnormal but those are the two things he had can we read a situation oh wait no does that make it charged sure yeah it does okay never mind I do not want to do or is it already charged (laughs) like it's a little bit charged could be could be that depends uh, on what we do next. Yeah. How are you approaching? I would guess it would I say think we should just go as open first. as possible, be as obvious as we can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You walk up and you hear Pistachio Jones say, 
Looks like you've made it in just a nick of time. Got about five minutes left. Thank you for getting that battery here. And he starts walking towards you two. You guys are like 12 feet apart right now. If you want to do anything, say anything. I'm trying to think of what we should, like the best approach here. Should we hold off on giving him the battery until we like make our statement? Or should we like, look, here's the battery, but we have something to um, say. I think we should stall until more people get here so that our words carry more weight. How are you going to stall just through words? I'm going to say to Pistachio, we brought your battery, but we we have some extra, something a little special just for you coming, and I think it's going to sweeten the deal quite a bit. Ooh, is that is that a sway someone? He just goes, no, that's going to be an act under pressure. Since your goal here is to buy time, you're gonna. This is you being cool. Act under fire. Sorry, I say that wrong yeah. every time because I DM other games where it's called act under pressure. Okay. And I'm gonna say, said we got five extra minutes. We're going to wait those five minutes to give this to you. Ooh, power play. Okay, let's roll. Natural 12 plus 2, 14. Nice. Nice. He sees that power play you make, and at first he wants to push back, but he, you are a very strong, imposing person. Just your mere presence there and the confidence that Book walked up with as well. He's, I got nowhere else to be for five minutes, so if you want to waste all of our time here, that's completely fine with me. And about the time you, fi he finishes that sentence, you hear this, I don't want to say battle yell, but almost a battle shriek. As you look to where it comes from, you see those two chaos cultists looking amped as fuck to get involved oh, in this fight. I thought we got oh, a full God. success. On and, and they start running towards you. One of them has five grenades in his hands and he just like rips all the pins out with his <laughs> mouth. And is just holding these five grenades as he starts sprinting towards you. Oh, God. So you see them running. They are, luckily for you, a very far distance away still. They are coming all the way from the bar. Like, but sprinting full speed. And it definitely draws everyone's attention. You see a few more people. You see a car that is not very familiar to you. Peeling around a corner like Tokyo drifting into frame from around the side headed in your direction. Book, you recognize this person. This is... Callista's boyfriend. What's his name? Do you want to name him? Sure. His name Shitty McFuckface. <laughs> his name is N. Den Wallace. Okay. Den Wallace. What a name. Coming up, Callista's boyfriend. And he's walking with purpose, and he has a large hunting rifle slung over his shoulder, headed in this direction. But and you still see Juniper, but he has not moved from his location. He's just watching from where he's at. Okay. What do you I, So seeing the chaos cultists running out, Ocean's going to get a little worried and he's going to step forward and he's like, whoa, 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 hold on now. Because he sees like all these people starting to crowd. He's like, hold on. Nobody do anything crazy. As you say that, all of the Hickory's men pull out their guns. <laughs> all of them. I'm going to also, I'm going to hold both of my hands up. Wait, who's holding the battery? I'm assuming it's Ocean because he's big and strong. I was about to say, I'm assuming it's Yeah. Me. Okay, yes. I'm going to hold both of my hands up, palms out. I'm going to say, everybody, wait. We have something to say before it goes any further. And hopefully I'm going to say that thing if Stu's going to let me. Yeah, go ahead. Say that thing. Okay, I don't have to sway anybody. If you want the Chaos Cultists to stop moving where they're at, you'll have to sway them. Or um, you can say it while they keep running at you. We get them to I, stop. I do. I do want them a bunch to of stop. Grenades off. I'm specifically one of my hands is definitely specifically pointed at one. I'm hoping that they haven't actually let go of the grenades. No, that. he's still holding them, but like this, which is not a oh good God. way. I, the pantomime I just did for our audio only listeners was like the guy holding too many pairs, or or just any Old man in a reference. bar who just got five drinks for his friends and thinks yes, he's a five drinks for shot. his friends. Um. Okay. Five roll lemon drinks. To sway the chaos cultists. <laughs> okay, that was eight plus two is ten. Ten. Okay. Okay. So you see the one with the grenades is like still going forward, and the other one puts his hand on a shoulder and he says, Let the man speak. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Book uh thinks to himself, I never thought I'd say this, but I freaking love those guys. And he turns I turn to Pistachio Jones. And I say, 
loud, hopefully for all of the, the gathering crowd to hear. Look, Pistachio, I'm going to give you this car battery. I'm going to pay this tax. But, and I, and I gesture to all of the people gathering around us, want you to know that this is the last tariff that you're going to get from any of us until we see some real change in this community. I guess Ocean at that point tosses the car battery. You said sway roll? Yes. Seven plus two, nine. Nice. It's pretty close to a full success. Do you want to try to help Ocean? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to try right, to help. Uh, so okay, he says first. that. First. <laughs> so that was okay. to sway somebody is what he did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so you say that, and it looks like he's teetering on the edge. He seems a little concerned by the sudden amount of people. He definitely seems offended by what you said. Like, how dare you talk this way to me? And you look over, you, you like the position you're in, you realize you are in front of several armed men with no protection. You have your cane, and that's it. You look okay, over so- at Ocean very slowly, and you see him slowly reaching back for the shotgun he's been carrying, and his eyes are just like glazed over. And I'm going to have you do one of your visions. Oh, dang. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I would like to apologize for you guys having to hear Brady give the outro last week. I know that was probably really rough on all of you, but I assure you I'm back for the foreseeable future. The art and logo were made by the aforementioned Brady McDonough, and the music and editing was performed by Stu Masterson. Jacob remains available if any of us are ever on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire as our phone-a-friend. We'll be back next Wednesday, so set your calendars and subscribe so you don't have to worry about what day we come out. Love you, bye.